So many benefits can come from us trying things differently. And I know there's been a lot on brain health, but like this whole like trying new things is a big part of staying flexible and having a healthy brain. So do it for your brain, right? (laughs) Don't do it for your genitals. Do it for your brain. Welcome to Wild and Sublime, a sexy spin on infotainment, no matter your preferences, orientation, or relationship style. Based on the popular live Chicago show, I chat about sex and relationships with citizens from the world of sex positivity and comedy. You'll hear meaningful conversations, dialogues that go deeper, and information that can help you become more free in your sexual expression. I'm sex educator and intimacy coach, Karen Yates. Our monthly Patreon supporters pay for a large part of our operating expenses. Their contributions from $5 on up help us big time. Plus, members get discounts on show tickets and merch and receive Wild and Sublime news before anyone else and more. Interested in helping us spread the message of sex positivity? Go to patreon.com forward slash wild and sublime. Hey, folks. Welcome, welcome. Today I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. Uh, Today is a solo episode. I am flying alone. I am not interviewing someone. I am talking fairly extemporaneously. Okay, I have bullet points about Sex Resolutions 2024, which is a little clickbaity. I am inclined every so often to go for a clickbait title. But today I am spending more time talking about an overview of sexual resolutions rather than the nitty gritty, although I will later give some suggestions. This year, I had no resolutions per se, but I did find myself in later December purchasing the New York Times cooking app. And uh, this is because uh, for years I have wanted to get this thing. Uh, You know, there's just like thousands of recipes, but I've always balked at the price. It's been like 50 bucks. But this year they had a 50% off sale in the last couple of weeks of December and I jumped on it. And I have been uh, cooking up a storm Uh, new recipes, new techniques, and I've been really happy. And I have not cooked new stuff in a long time. Um, I'm actually more of a baker than a a regular cook. But um, that's where my energy was moving this year. And so it's really interesting because I've been seeing a lot of pushback on social media around intention setting and resolutions. There just doesn't seem to be uh, much of an appetite for it this year. And uh, no pun intended, me talking about cooking. But, you know, in thinking about this episode, in thinking about the cooking app, I basically just sort of followed my natural uh, desires around cooking. And then it just sort of came. It just sort of happened. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess this is going to be my intention for 2024 is going to be cooking more. So, you know, when looking at sexual resolutions, this is important to just see, well, where is my energy going? What am I thinking about a lot lately? Where are my desires at uh, right now? It may be that you are in a bit of a fallow period you really don't want to be exploring. You don't want to be, say, having more sex or learning about different things. And that's fine. We all go through periods of life where we're not as inclined 
to start exploring or upping our game or whatever it is. And, you know, in thinking about it, we need to look at our sexual desires like in total with the rest of our life, that there are times when we, you know, we want to start having more sex. And that usually goes in hand in hand with the fact that we are in a period of our life where we are exploring or we we really want to make new connections with people or we want to just be in a more accelerated mode. And there's periods of time, there's great periods of time where we don't want that. And so there has to be sort of an honoring of where we are at right now. And if you're thinking about your life with a long-term partner and you desire, you know, something different or um, more sexual intimacy, this may be that what you're really looking for is more emotional intimacy, that you've changed and you want to express that change to your partner. You know, remember in all of this stuff, uh, especially with partnered sex, it comes back to you and it's, it's not really as much about your partner as your desires. I think it's really easy especially when you've been in long-term relationships to vilify your partner. Well, it's all about my partner. You know, my partner doesn't want to have sex. My partner doesn't want to do this. Blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this all comes back to you. And that can be kind of a hard pill to swallow. You know, <laughs> like, okay, this comes back to me. And what am I doing to, uh, to make sure that I am uh, getting my needs met? here. That's all, you know, so I've just laid out some things right now. And, and I would like you to just take a moment to think about, you know, what are my sexual desires right now? What, what would I like to maybe put some energy or effort toward in 2024? And, you know, you can even stop the podcast right now and think about this. I was looking at social media the other day, not one of my favorite activities, uh, to be sure. But I uh, saw a post by Scott Galloway, who is someone I, I like to I like to read his posts every so often, and he was talking about New Year's resolutions and why they fizzle out. And the two biggest reasons are losing motivation and being too busy. And I would like to posit that there is a lot under these phrases of losing motivation and being too busy. With losing motivation, Galloway suggests that one loses motivation because we're overshooting the mark. We don't start with something doable, something that can be done easily. And he suggests that we do something in a small amount, a small enough increment that we can show up for it ongoingly, day in and day out, which is a great idea. In looking at your desires, for the year. What are the manageable steps you can take? Sexual expression, sexuality, these these are huge concepts, right? This isn't like buying a New York Times cooking app. These, you know, taking steps towards doing something differently in your sex life can have sometimes epic consequences. These can be like the tectonic plates shifting inside of you. And I'd like to point out something that I, I saw on Facebook Live, again, with the social media, but I saw on Facebook Live a couple of years ago, you know, sex educator Pam Madsen, she was talking about changing sexually. And she said, it's a gamble, but do you want to stay where you are? And then she wanted to say that, you know, this is really about the courage to be yourself, 
to meet yourself and to dive deep down into your erotic being. And when you do this, other things will fall into place. And that all of these things are scary. But then she said, it's important to, to be scared every so often, or at least uncomfortable. I love this. Because I, I do like to be uncomfortable. I appreciate the times when I'm uncomfortable because I know what that means at that point is that I really am I'm doing something new. I'm really changing. And as we grow older, we are less and less inclined to be uncomfortable. We, we like the comfortable life. We like doing things the, the same way. The habits get the grooves of our habits get deeper and deeper and deeper. And to get kicked out of a groove is really uncomfortable. But so many benefits can come from us trying things differently. And I know there's been a lot on brain health, but like this whole like trying new things is a big part of staying flexible and having a healthy brain. So do it for your brain, right? (laughs) Don't do it for your genitals, do it for your brain. So getting back to the sexual, any sexual resolution or intention that you want to set for 2024, I'm going to talk about just some basic buckets that these intentions might fall under. You know, they're pretty typical, but like finding a new partner, bringing new life to your self-pleasuring routine, uh, doing new things in bed with a long-term partner, or increasing the amount of sex you have with that person, or learning more about kinky things. What you want to do here is ascertain what is the logical next step uh, in any of these scenarios Uh, And then take that action. Because, you know, once you take an action, then it's easier to take the action after that and then the action after that. But I'm going to talk more about these various buckets in in a moment and and give, you know, some very practical advice. To get back to the Galloway um, part in the beginning, let's talk about being busy. Think of the amount of time you spend on your phone or falling down an internet hole late at night. I mean, all of us do this. You're not too busy for that. How many hours a day does that take up? And you're not too busy when something 100% fascinating takes hold in your life. So being too busy to attend to a sexual resolution could simply be about being uncomfortable. Now, there are a lot of different types of uncomfortableness. There's mental uncomfortableness, uncomfortableness arising from shame or fear, or, you know, perhaps this item or this desire has fallen to the bottom of the pile because you're not prioritizing yourself and your pleasure. And I would like you to consider that prioritizing your pleasure means prioritizing you. We live in a culture that is frightened of pleasure. Uh, And why is this? There is a deep religious fear. And remember, you don't have to have grown up in a religious family to take on religious ideas. Our U.S. society is based on a ton of them. We were founded by a more extremist religious sect of the Church of England, the Puritans, who had four tenets, and one of them was self-control. There is a deep religious fear that pleasure will lead to a total breakdown of order and morality. And what I will say, and I've said this many times, and this is what I was taught in school, that people who are connected to their pleasure cannot be 
controlled. Okay. Yes, it's when you start becoming connected to your pleasure, you start becoming connected to you. And when you're connected to you, it is harder and harder to to be controlled, right? You cannot be controlled by other people because you know yourself so well. And so to get back to the earlier conversation about prioritizing yourself, do you want to prioritize your pleasure? And that's really what it comes down to, at least for me, around sexuality. Am I I marginalizing the most important aspects of myself? Am I having a sensual relationship with myself? Am I bringing my body into the conversation? Am I aware of how I live my life in pleasure? Do I wear, and I'm, I know, it feels like I always talk about this. Maybe I don't talk about it enough. You know, am I wearing too tight clothing? Do my shoes hurt? Do I sit in uncomfortable positions? Do I um, not eat enough? You know, is my stomach always growling? Do I eat too much? And then I'm sort of sitting there in a food haze. Do I stretch? You know, is my body tense all the time? You know, this is all about, you know, body, body focus and, in, and where we are in our connection to ourselves. So I just want to ask you to consider where is pleasure in my life? You know, how do I take pleasure? And can I bring, can I bring sex or kink into the, the mix? Did you know the Wild and Sublime twice-monthly newsletter has news, views, and tips about sexuality delivered to your inbox? Plus, info on the latest pod episode and upcoming live show. How do you get this for yourself? Sign up at wildandsublime.com. So let me go back now to these, you know, these various sexual buckets and talk a little bit more in depth about each one of them. So finding a new partner, I would say if if this is your goal for 2024, please get off of the apps. They are, they're really, (laughs) they are not where it's at, really, unless you have a really specific sexual or kink desire. Um, the apps are not going to serve you very well because why many of them are crapshoots and time wasters. And I, and I actually know people who have gotten married off of meeting people in the apps who are now in long-term live-in situations with people they've met on the apps. And I'm still going to say that because why I've only, I only know two people, right? (laughs) I only know two people out of the hundreds and hundreds of people I know who are ongoingly on the apps. So what does this mean? start going every so often, keep it, keep it low key, right? Just every so often start going to new social events that focus on the sort of people you want to meet. People with your interests, be it hiking in nature or board games or pet rescue or D&D or um, lakeshore cleanups, you know, make a list of what are my interests? Uh, what are, what's really important for me? If you're really into environmental issues, you might want to start doing things with um, other people who have that same passion. This doesn't have to be a chore. You can also ask your friends. You can say, you know what, I'm looking for a new partner. You know, do you know anyone that might be great for me? The odds are, you know, you like your friends 
And so it might be a good idea to ask your friends if they have a friend. It might feel vul- vulnerable to ask them, but you know, what do you ha- what do you have to lose? Just begin stretching yourself. So on to the next one, bringing new life to your self-pleasure routine. Are you feeling like you're in the same old, same old rut? A lot of people feel that way. And why is this? Well, it's simply that you don't have the added input of another person. If you look at porn to stimulate yourself, start looking at different types of porn. You know, companies like Make Love Not Porn show real people having real sex. And this company was started by a cis woman, so it's got a different sort of angle on it. You can look at porn created by, say, The Crash Pad, which focuses more on queer content. And let me say, if you sign up for the Wild and Sublime newsletter at wildandsublime.com, we will be putting a full list in the newsletter and on the website when this episode comes out. So this is one way to get a full list of these uh, various websites, which can offer something a little different than maybe the superhero porno content that you've been ingesting. And by superhero, I don't mean Marvel Comics. I mean actors which look like superheroes (laughs) and are entertaining you, but the sex they're having really uh, does not have any connection to real life sex. Other ideas, begin researching new sex toys, right? And pay attention to the ones that naturally turn you on as you're reading about them. Pay attention to your body signals. These these particular toys might uh, have something there for you. Or Simply begin juicing your fantasy life by letting your mind try out new and different scenarios that could arouse you. Just spend some time relaxing and allowing your senses to lead you into a new story. Now, if you want to do new things in bed with a long-term partner or increase the amount of sex you have with this person, this may be about one of several things. Are you and your partner on the same page when it comes to sexual matters or not? Is there conflict? Or is it an issue of wanting to do something different sexually that might make you feel vulnerable when you talk about it? So if this is an intractable issue, something that's been in play for a long time, you might want to consider bringing in a professional, either a sex therapist or a coach, to help you out. Now, typically coaches work more in the short term, but they can be a nice option if you do not want to do long term work. Whoever you get, I suggest working with someone who is sex positive so you and your partner can talk freely about any desires such as kink or polyamory that might not conform to the norm. Now, if you don't have any issues with your partner, it could be fun reading the same book on some sexual topic, watching porn together, or taking an in-person or online class together. Courses like OMG Yes focus on learning about pleasuring vulvas and vaginas and can help with shared languaging. You can look into taking a class in person, you know, like a neo-tantra class or a massage class, something that helps you up your skill level together. If this is about you changing and you really wanting to express yourself, just be aware that your partner cannot read your mind. 
So if you have a desire that's not being attended to, it's really to your benefit to start you know, voicing this. It can be as simple as just saying one night, are you open to having a conversation right now? Don't wait until your partner is in the middle of doing something. As we've talked about on this show, you can kind of meta-language your way into it by saying, you know, I have a lot of, I have, I'm a little nervous talking about this, but you know, this is what's been on my mind lately. You might be surprised and it may open up a bigger conversation about your, your partner's needs. And guess what? You might be on the same page. So I encourage you to take the leap. And finally, if you are interested in learning more about kinky stuff, there is the site called Kink Academy to give you more skills or help you learn about basics. If you live in or near a big city, there are probably a few dungeons that hold intro meetings or standalone places that teach rope skills. Or you can go on FetLife to find out what is around in the vicinity. And if there are large weekend events happening soon near you, like Kinky College, and remember, you can always, you can always travel to, to weekend events. That can be a lot of fun and to meet new people. So the first steps here, just begin with research and then see what happens. I hope this was helpful. Remember, with all of these, you can just move at your own pace, but it's important to just keep moving. I hope you have a very pleasurable week. Wild and Sublime is supported in part by our Sublime supporter, Full Color Life Therapy. Therapy for all of you at fullcolorlifetherapy.com. Thank you for listening. Know someone who'd like this episode? Send it to them. You can follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Wild and Sublime. And sign up for newsletters at wildandsublime.com. Got feedback or an inquiry? Contact us at info at wildandsublime.com. And we'd love a review or rating on your podcast player. I'd like to thank our design guru, Jean-Francois Gervais. Music by David Ben Porat. This episode was produced and edited by Christine Ferreira at the Lincoln Lodge Podcast Studio as part of the Lincoln Lodge Podcast Network.